This is Zayn Yaakov. We are at Vihi Shalcha, which is in the middle of Chaf Tes, in Perekadishan of Saita, Kuf Tzadikei. And I will note that the same Shalchan Aruch that says not to talk during davening has the same message about talking during a Shir Torah. Vihi Shalcha Lechem Yalemer. See, I'm okay with it. Vihi Shalcha Lechem Yalemer. Vihi Shalcha Lechem Hara. So she says, she sends out a message to her father-in-law. We're still talking about Tamar. Tamar sends out a message to her father-in-law saying, The person who got me pregnant, they own these three items. The three items being a psil. We talked about how yesterday we don't know what a psil is. I will uh, hopefully today have time to explain to you just how much we don't know what a psil is. That is on my list of things to talk about. Uh, a tabas with a chesim. That is at least the way Rashi reads it. That it was a ring that had a signet inside it that you could seal things with. And a staff. So she hands over these items and says, look, I'm not saying who got me pregnant, but it's the person who has the, the owner of these three items. Hint, hint. But why didn't she just say it was Yehuda? Why is she hinting? Why is she showing the staff off? Why is she saying the guy who gave me these things? Just tell him who it was. Amarav Zutra Amarav Follow this for a second. Amri la, Amrav Khana Barbizna, Amrav Shimon Hasida, Vamri la, Amrav Yechan, Amrav Shimon Ben Yechai. I one time saw, and I haven't been able to find it since. I looked for it. Every time we've learned said to together, I've looked for this mucker. I can't find it anymore. But I found one, some Akhren who said that every time the Gemara is going to tell us to give up our lives for something, or a lot of times when the Torah tells us that we're going to give up our lives for something, it brings like a hundred Makaras. And that's the set, that's the parts of the Gemara where you get multiple Tanayim or Amarayim all saying Vamrila, 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 because we need a lot of support for big statements, controversial statements. So here comes a controversial statement. It would be better for a person to throw themselves into a fiery furnace and not embarrass their friend in public. Who do we learn this from? We learn this from Tamar. Okay. Practically speaking, friends and neighbors. Okay, she didn't, but she was going to, right? She didn't want to embarrass him. And she said, and, and had, had he said, I don't know who that staff belongs to, she hinted, but he wasn't embarrassed in public. No one knew. There's a, um, there's a Maharil Diskin who asked this question that you're asking. Maharil Diskin asked this question. So you're having to a, to a Litvak tonight, but it's okay. Maybe, to, maybe tomorrow to a Rebbe. Tonight to a Litvak. <laughs> the Maharil Diskin asked this question, says she kind of did embarrass him because she sent those items with a shliach, and when the shliach got there, the shliach's holding the item says, Yehuda, whose are these? And Yehuda goes, Todd Kamimani, they're from me. <laughs> so that shliach was certainly at least one person. But Avim, his answer is very creative. I don't know what his mucker is, but his answer is that there were two shluchim, that she did this in a very organized way. So she sent one shliach with the items, and another one who said, you, whoever received these items. So they split it up so that he, nobody would know. The fun in that nobody but Yehuda knew. It doesn't say you're not allowed to embarrass somebody. It says you're not allowed to embarrass them in front of somebody else. So nobody but Yehuda was aware, at least according to the way this is put together. The shliach who carried the information didn't know about the items. That's Malad Diskin's point, right? The shliach who had the items and knew who it was didn't know what the information was, and didn't know what about this person. But uh, let's let let let's just tear apart this story for a second. You guys, you guys got the broad outlines, right? The broad outline is Tamar's about to be burnt at the stake. She's about to be put into a kivshin esh, and uh, she's about to be put into the kivshin esh by whom? Yehuda and his chevra, right? Us. We're about to put Tamar in a kivshin esh. It's, it's, we're about to do it. We're involved, right? We're involved enough to stop it. We're involved. We're involved in putting Tamar in a Kivshin Eish. She is now deciding she's willing to die in that Kivshin Eish rather than humiliate somebody. There are many problems with this story. Let's start with the fact that we don't burn people at the stake and we never did. This is not how we do Sreifa. So you have Mepharshim on Chomish who say that since she was a, sort of a din of a Baskein, she might have been high of a Sreifa. That's not how Sreifa goes. Sreifa's pouring molten lead down somebody's throat. Where do we get the idea that we burn people at the stake? Some Achredim say that the answer is that we used to do that before Mount Terra. Before Mount Terra, the best way to get rid of somebody was to set them on fire. However, there is a Balaturim on the Parsha. He brings Rabbi Yudah 
Hasid who says she was never at risk of being burnt in the fire, she was never at risk of being thrown in an oven, they were going to brand her. They were going to put a sign in her face and burn into her face a sign to show that she was a Zaina and to make her unattractive. This was apparently the punishment that is a bala term quoting Rabbi Yudah Hasid, that they were never going to burn her to death, they were just going to burn her face because they wanted to show that she was a Zaina, like a scarlet letter but extreme. This does not fit very well with our Gemara, which uses the Lushan Kivshan Aish. You can't brand somebody with a Kivshan. Maybe you can. I haven't done a lot of branding. But uh, maybe stick the branding iron into the Kivshan Aish. But Yapil Atzma Besech Kivshan Aish, throw yourself into a Kivshan Aish, doesn't sound like a branding, at least not the branding that I'm familiar with. So I don't know how that, how that was to be reconciled with our Gemara, but be aware, not everybody says that we were necessarily going to burn her. Now, there's a thesis on this, which is quite famous. I, I brought it on my screen here and then promptly lost it when I got distracted earlier in the share. Let me see if I can pull it back quickly. There's a thesis. If we have a Gemara here, I can read it to you because it's a short thesis and a fun one. I will never find this again. One second. I'm pulling it up. Everybody on the recording is going to wait. I feel bad, but our adoring fans will give us a moment. Here we go. Commentary. Tesis. We record everything here. Okay. Tesis. I want to read to you the Tesis because it is one of my favorite Tesis in Chas, and so it has to be one of yours too. So Tesis quotes this line. says, better to throw yourself in a fiery furnace rather than to embarrass somebody in public. And says, this is as it says in Parakazav, in Bab Metziah, call Yedin the Gehenim, Elin Chutz, Mishalosh, Mishalosh, there are all people who go down to Gehenim eventually get out. We don't have eternal damnation except for three people. And one of the ones on that list is someone who humiliates their friend in public. Furthermore, there's a Gemara on Nantes, also in Bav Metziah, also in Nepeg. This is Nech Lil Adam Shiba Suffolk Ashes Ish. It's better to have relations with a Suffolk Ashes Ish than it is to humiliate somebody else. We learned that from David Amalek. Venera, Hai Delay Choshevle, Behadi Gimel Avedis, Chain Endriff, Nebukoch Nefesh, Avedis Kicham Gilarash, Vichastam, Tesis asked the question. You guys know, what are the three big Avedis you're supposed to die for? You know what they are, right? That's not on the list. How come the Gemara doesn't list them? Now, what answer would you have given if you aren't reading Tesis? The answer is, this is non-literal. Don't throw yourself into a fire rather than be mean to somebody at a Fabrengen. Says Tesis, uh-uh. Tesis says, they left that one out because it's just a quirk of the list. That list is only listing Avedis Mifurashis, but this is on the list. It's Yerig Valyavr. That's much nice of Tesis, is that Tesis holds it is literally Yerig Valyavr. If somebody holds a gun to your head and says, embarrass your friend or I'm going to shoot you, says, Tesis, take the bullet. Rabbeinu Yena, well, so beautiful, beautiful. Rabbeinu Yena says this. Rabbeinu Yena in Shari Tshuva says exactly what Tesis says, except Rabbeinu Yena gives a reason. Rabbeinu Yena's reason is that it's already Shvichastabim. So Tesis' question is, why is this not on the list? Says Rabbeinu Yena, it's the same thing as murder. It's, he Lashen there uses Avizrayu as Shvichastabim. Avizrayu is like a pseudo form of Shvichastabim. So a pseudo form of murder is embarrassing somebody because you draw the blood from their face. Bottom line, you have Rabbeinu Yena, you have Tesis, you have some powerhouse Rishanim telling you that Allah Lamaisa, you have to die rather than humiliate someone in public. I will let you know. Don't, don't worry, don't worry. Oh, hold on there? Okay, fine. Uh-huh. If somebody knew, That's a great question. It's a separate question what we're talking about, but that's a great question. There, there are quite a few Akhren, quite a few Akhren who say that Tamar was being, was being Mahadr. In an area that Lav Dafki are allowed to be Mahadr. Now this question comes up. Me, meaning exactly what David's saying. So, what David said, no, exactly what David's saying. So there's quite a few Akhren that say what David's saying, which is that, that, it, that she was not really in the parsha of Mabim Pnei Chaveir Barabim. She was in the parsha of a normal person in Besdin, right? This guy says, I stole. I say he didn't steal. That's how, but, so there, there are Akhren who say this, and they, and they deal with it. It's not what we're talking about right now, it's a good question. It's a good question. Hold the thought, it's a good question. Hang on. We're right, getting... No, let's talk, let's talk about the case in Tesis, though. What? Yeah, go ahead. So if, if 
being a marriage problem such a big deal, then why are we not allowed to violate uh, Mr. Stereo um, in order, because if, if being a marriage problem is equivalent to death, it's, it's included for this brother. Basically, then why are we not allowed to violate a marriage in order to avoid embarrassment? You mean you'd be able to be deicha everything else for them? Yeah. Fact is, you can't for a lot of the things that are the big three. Meaning, 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 you're not necessarily allowed to do avedas to avoid the big three. You're just you have to die rather than commit the big three. But it's not it's not as clear cut as you think. Um, you're not even. I mean, even when it comes to things like chil shabbos, that's the classic case of this, right? The classic case the classic case is chil shabbos when there's a piece of bread in the oven that you can pull out. Uh, you can pull out to save your friend from there being a krum on both sides. I'll talk to you about it later. I was looking more at your father because I was, uh, I was, I, I, I passed inside jokes to him. I'm never going to get anywhere. Yeah. No, I hear all the questions. It is not the question I'm dealing with right now. There are a lot of questions on this story. It's a really weird story. I'm totally with you. Lots of questions. I hear all of these questions. I didn't choose to go down those roads. Maybe I'll do a second share on these questions. It's just not the direction I'm going. Um, but no, they're, 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 they're all good points. They're all points I saw in Achrenim while I was preparing and just didn't bring them. But they're, they're all there. These things are your mechavan to everybody in my book. Not with this, right? So when we're talking about this right now, this right here, I told you that halacha lemaisa from Tesis and Rabbeinu Yena sounds like halacha lemaisa. You have to die rather than rather than rather than humiliate someone in public. This is not necessarily the way that we paskin. I am going to tell you that I think that if somebody does hold a gun to your head and say uh, embarrass this person or take the bullet, you should ask your local Orthodox rabbi. That's a great time to call Rabbi Leshes. Um, <laughs> make sure he calls you back quick. I just need like five minutes to call a rav. This is a wonderful time to call a rav because. <laughs> um, I will point out that there's a Me'iri that Befeder says that this is not to be taken literally. The Me'iri says it's Derech Tzachos, that's Blushin in the Me'iri, that this is just, this is a, a, almost like a joke. Like it's not to be taken seriously. Is the Gemara exaggerating? It's an exaggeration. Uh. That's right, that's right. So, that, the Me'iri says not to take this seriously at all. This is just the Gemara. Uh, this is a Guzma in the Gemara. It's an exaggeration. The Prima Godim has a long, has a long, uh, what do you call it? It's not really a chuva. A long thing, several paragraphs in the Prima Godim, where he explains that this is definitely not the din, practically speaking. I think you have what to rely on if you would like to not die. However, it does drive home the severity of Mabam Pamei You have in Yeradea 157.1. That's where you'll get the actual din of which things you have to die for, when and how. And there, there is a funny Rama. The Rama there says, I'm going to read it to you. Bechol isra kechavim. So the Ramah says, the Ramah brings the halacha, that sometimes there are, there are kinds of avedazara that are not a chi of misa, they're a chi of lav. There's a, such a thing as avedazara that's a lav. There's such a thing as gile arayas and shvichastam that's a lav, not a chi of misa. He says you have to die for those two. That's Allah Lamaisa. Ask a lot of the Naisakalim and the Akhrenim, what is he talking about in Shvichastamim? There is no lav of Shvichastamim. I mean, there's, there's ways you can do it. Lenny Ramam. There's ways you can do a Vedazara that won't get you a Chi of Misa, and those could be a lav. And there's ways that you can do Gile Arayas that won't get you a Chi of Misa. And I'm not going to tell you any of them. You have to find them out on your own. But murder, there's no way. There's no, just, you know, keep, a, keep trying. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't find out on your own either. Just, you know, Darish or I don't know what to tell you. But Misa, how do you kill somebody and make it only a lav? 
And the answer that's given in a lot of Achrenim is it's possible that Ramah is hinting at humiliating somebody in public. However, I don't think that's generally accepted because if we accept that, we would have to say that the Ramah holds it's Yagval Yaver. And I just don't think it, uh, I just don't think it practically speaking is. There's a beautiful B'nai Yisachar. We don't usually quote other Chassidus here besides Chassidus Chabad, but when, uh, when they really shine, we just can't help ourselves. There's a B'nai Yisachar that says that when the Jewish people are killed unjustly, they're killed by the they're killed by the Goyim in the world. And when they have to when they have to be Mason Nefesh, when a Yid is Mason Nefesh, they're demonstrating that they would rather die than be Mabin Hashem by uh, by by being Kaifa Bi'ikr. So the Goyim come to them and say, reject God or we're going to kill you. And the Jews say back, kill us. That is a form of them choosing death rather than humiliating Hashem by saying that he doesn't exist. Which is just a I, I thought a very a very deep take on sort of a Mesidas Nefesh that's within the Mesidas Nefesh. Uh, as long as we're here, I was gonna do a lot more tonight, but I'm not. What we're gonna do is just round it off with a bit of a discussion uh, practically just how bad it is. Although I'm not convinced that it's Yerag Valyavar, I am convinced that it's one of the worst things you can do. That's in Cheshem Mishpat, this is Brat Le'alacha. Uh, you'll find this in the tour. Uh, 420, Sif 32, the tour writes, Notice the diok there, it's only on Kashabi Yisrael, so you know, that's exactly how we get away with this, right? I humiliated him, but he's a, he's a, he's a real jerk. <laughs> but, that's, uh, but any Adam Kashabi Yisrael brought in the tour that they lose their Chelek Leilam Haba, and the Altareva brings this Lim Maisa, the Altareva brings this in Arachayim, you'll find this in 156.8, he brings this Tor Le'alacha, saying that somebody who calls people names they don't want to be called, is Allah Maisa, somebody who loses their share in the world to come. There's not a lot of places where you get down in Halacha, like in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, you do this, you lose your share in the world to come. So be aware of it. Um, Marshal says that we actually learned this din from Parshas Kairach just last week. Kairach humiliated Moshe. He not only humiliated Moshe, it says in the Gemara and Maseches. Don't remember. Maybe Menachos, I think. That... Um, I don't remember what Masech did. I feel like it's there. That, uh, that he ran around spreading the rumor that Meshe Rabbeinu had been sleeping with all of the men's wives. So in addition to that, he also spread rumors about him. And that because of that, Karach lost his chelek lelem haba. That's a marsha. I want to point out that there is no heter whatsoever. There are multiple letters from the Rebbe on this subject. People think, uh, huh? What, during davening? <laughs> you shouldn't embarrass people during davening because you shouldn't even talk during davening. <laughs> But uh, there are many letters from the Rebbe where people, for some reason, seem to think that there's like a Fabrengen heter. That like if you had a Fabrengen, you've all had Mashkin, you're all real close friends, and it's Chavere, and we're all at them kosher. That that would dafka be the time you mabim pnei Chavere berabim, which by the way is dafka the time that somebody loses the chelik leilam ha before because it's Chavere. People seem to think this though. That if you get deep enough into a Fabrengen, that's the time to really get them. The Rebbe has multiple letters where he addresses this, where he says, "No, that's mabim pnei Chavere berabim, and you'll lose your chelik leilam ha." one of them that just pops into my mind because we learned it together in our English year is from Tavshin Lam and Gimel, where the Rebbe writes to somebody asking about that he went to a Fabrengen and saw people being doiker at each other. They saw people sort of stabbing each other or impaling each other with their words at Fabrengens. The Rebbe wrote back, Could this possibly be Teres Emes? This is not the way things are done. There's also a Hayemim where the uh, Rebbe describes how at a Fabrengen people would really get on each other's nerves a little bit and talk about making each other better. It's in Chaf Dalet Tishrei, this Hayemim, but he ends the Hayemim by saying that it was always done in a way that wasn't Mabin Pnei Chavere Berabim. Because obviously that's such a serious iser, there could be no heter for it. So there is no heter for Abba B'nei Chavere B'rabim. It might even be Yerag Valyavar, so certainly it's not Motorada Fabrengen. That doesn't mean that we can't encourage each other. What it does mean is that we need to encourage each other in a way that doesn't chas humiliate the other person and get into the gather of Habanas B'nei Chavere B'rabim. Yes. The, 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 the,